Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and I decided that today would be an auspicious day to begin the series of nakshatras. And so it's a new moon. It's November 26th. 2019, as I'm recording this, we are in a new moon. And it's a very auspicious time to begin new intentions and begin new endeavors. So I decided that today would be a great day to (laughs) begin this series, which I'm really excited about. Something that really sets apart Vedic astrology from Western astrology is the use of nakshatras. And a nakshatra really just opens up an entirely new ballgame. It makes astrology even more specific. Um, And even after nakshatras, there's padas, which breaks the nakshatra down even more, and it just goes on and on and on. Um, And so part of the magic of Vedic astrology, at least for me, is the use of nakshatras and the mythology behind them. Because planets and planetary influences, they're not just a rock in the sky floating around. They signify and embody qualities of life. That's what they do. So the the planetary energy is something that is all pervasive. And we have elements of Saturn and Venus and Mars literally within our being. Um, They represent so many different qualities and facets of our life. And so when we add personality to the planets, and it's not even adding personality, when we recognize the personality of the planets, we can really start diving into an astrology in an entirely new way. And so nakshatras, with their mythology and story behind them, it really begins to help us to understand ourselves and the people around us and the world around us And when we have an understanding, there also comes harmony and appreciation, right? And so that's just, I just love the richness that nakshatras bring. And so each nakshatra runs about 13 degrees and there are 27 nakshatras total. And so you'll come to find that some of these nakshatras are fully in each zodiac sign and some kind of straddle a zodiac sign. And so that may be called like a cusp, right? Like you're on the cusp of two signs and we'll move into that um, in later segments. But a nakshatra is a lunar mansion of the sky. So it takes the signs of the zodiac and makes them even more specific. It breaks them down into even more precise segments of the sky. And so depending on where you're born, your planets, your ascendant, they're going to fall in different degrees within these 27 nakshatras. And so nakshatra literally means that which never decays. So this energy, these stories, they're infinite. They they cannot decay. And so our first of the 27 nakshatra is Ashwini. Ashwini is represented by the head of a horse. And so like Aries, they are impulsive. They love to move. They love to go, go, go. Um, If you have many planets in Ashwini or if you know, your moon or ascendant is Ashwini, you may be the type of person who, when you're at the grocery store, you're the one who goes to the shortest line or you get 
antsy, when you have to wait, you get tired of people walking slow. You may have had many speeding tickets. Um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and confess. I have planets in Ashwini and I have gotten many speeding tickets. It's gotten better with age. Um, but they love to move. They also love to travel. Many pioneers can be seen with planets in Ashwini. They're courageous. They're fearless. They can be a little impulsive, um, unpredictable at times. And because they are the first of the Zodiac, they're wonderful because they're excellent leaders and, you know, with that courageous spirit, but they can also be immature. These people may take some time to mature with age. They may be kind of late bloomers, if you will, late bloomers into their maturity. Um, and they can be a little bit inconsiderate at times because they can be fixated on themselves and their goals and their needs. So understanding empathy, compassion, um, intuitive ability for the people around them, it gets better with age. You know, I'm not saying that people with this nakshatra are devoid of this. They just get better as time goes on. Um, generally speaking, as they kind of age and mature. And of course, it always depends chart for chart. Okay, this is in a good scenario. Um, I also want to say that each nakshatra is ruled by a planet. And so even though Aries is ruled by Mars, the nakshatra of Ashwini is ruled by the planet Ketu. So if you were born with your moon, especially in the sign of Ashwini, you have a very K2-like essence. And so K2 is extremely spiritual. They um, also represent separation, isolation, meditation. Many people who are born in K2 periods tend to have an earlier stage of life where they felt they were kind of wandering around searching for themselves or searching for something. There was something in their childhood that felt displaced out of sorts. So watch out for that. It's really fascinating. And so Ashwini is resembled by, or excuse me, the sign for Ashwini is the head of the horse. And they can be seen as physicians to the gods. These people make excellent doctors, excellent healers. And so this could mean a healer like herbal remedies or even yoga is a healing modality. It could also be acupuncture or um, physical therapy. People who have many planets in Ashwini generally have a love for horses. These people can also be equestrians, work with horses, be a doctor for horses even. And so all of this mythology around horses actually stems from the Ashwini Kumaras, and the Ashwini Kumaras are the two horse twins that were the physicians to the gods. And so what happened is there was a goddess, Sangia, and she disguised herself as a horse to escape her husband, actually, because he had deceived her. And so she is roaming the atmosphere as a horse. And her husband tracks her down regardless. And so their offspring were these Ashwini Kumaras, who are 
um, the physicians to the gods. And so that's how the myth behind all of that goes. Um, and you know, I believe actually that with this comes that K2 like energy born with a lot of mysticism, born with a lot of mystery. And it's almost a karmic fate or a karmic destiny rather. The Ashwini Kumaras were meant to be born. And so people with planets in Ashwini and really Aries in general have a really grand sense of purpose. And you'll see this a lot. And so that is my take for Ashwini Nakshatra. Um, the next will be on Barani, which is the second nakshatra in the sign of Aries. My name is Christine Rodriguez. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, and please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Thank you so much.